Hello? Hey. Hey. Hi, Damon. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Just doing the morning chores. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I just wanted to um, put out there on a podcast what's been going on because this is, even though it's difficult and it's, um, you know, not pretty or whatever, this, this is, this is why I wanted to do the podcast was to be this real and just was going to tell the people where I'm at and what's going on. And I know you and I've talked privately and you seem to be at the same kind of place. Right. And I was reading in that book, um, fear no evil, which the Pathworks book, which I love. And it, you know, I, I, it talked about getting back to the feelings of when you were a little child and that you felt like you were unlovable and you felt like the, the, this unhappiness or whatever, it could be anything. I don't know. It's different for every person and some people might not even relate, but getting for me, getting back to that little, baby where I felt like I wasn't wanted and I recognize it all that it was just a grain of truth that there was absolutely no truth to that that my parents left I, I, I understand that and I've talked about that quite a bit but there still is that part where that little baby that little child did not feel loved and wanted and then just built a whole armor around that and stopped giving love freely to a certain respect, held some back, if that's the right word or the right saying. And this is all just a little part of me. There's a huge part of me that is not like that, but even any part of me that is like that is blocking this flow of love and energy and everything I want to give and get from the universe. And that's why I want to go back to that very part. Am I making sense, Damon? I, maybe if you could give me an example, like should give me an example of what you're talking about. So I'll tell you about a meditation that I went in. I went into this meditation and I went down to the very baby. I got the protector out of the way. I got the little girl out of the way when she went and played in her little land and everyone was, and I just went right back to that little baby and had all my guides and my beautiful sister who's passed over with me. Everybody was with me and just got right to that little baby. And she was crying and kicking and screaming and, but with no sound, no sound was coming out, which was funny. And I, and, and right at that moment, I could feel her and sense her. And at that moment, there was just a, a, a disappointment. My father cried when I was born. He was expecting a boy. My mother was disappointed not giving him a son, and that was going to be their last child. That's all the baby picks up on. It makes so much perfect sense to me. I hope it does to other people. Oh, so right. I, the, well, because babies... Like in Freud, when he talks about the id, and the id is just a responder. It doesn't do anything. It just absorbs in the first three it, years of life. 
So whatever happens in the outer world is, you know, whatever people are saying or how they're reacting or their emotional state, it all affects the baby and the baby has no idea what is going on. And then boom, it forgets and at like four years old and starts fresh from that place and then the ego well i guess the ego develops and then yeah you know How and when, then you yeah. then which is your protector that you call right. your protector right. and the little child is still there so the parent and the child become the ego to you know form your way of being on this in this life i guess and and we're saying we've discovered that we want to be different right and we want to rise above that ego because it just to relate what you're saying right in, in the book sorry go ahead go ahead well i'm just going to say in the book it says to get you know that not whatever is blocking you from those from what happened at that little at that stage blocks you from and it makes sense blocking you from real opening and love and like i like you just said the baby cannot differentiate between or or put thoughts together like well of course my parents are feeling this and this is just a small part and of course they love you and of course it doesn't have that reason it just feels that feeling and then acts and then goes accordingly from there which is exactly what you said then i had a defense and i had a uh protector and I was very much you know and then a part of me was closed off like because I felt like that when I was went down in that meditation Damon I felt like this I felt like oh great they're not accepting me exactly the way they I am they're not happy with who I am that I'm a girl instead of a boy well fuck now I've got to pay them now I owe them so now I've got to become what I think they need me to become because otherwise I won't be accepted. <laughs> All of that came into play and I didn't become maybe necessarily what I was supposed to become then because I was now trying to please them so that they would accept me. But I re- in my meditation, I remember thinking, oh, great, fuck, now I owe them. Now I have a right. job and I have to pay them back. <laughs> I was pissed. Right. <laughs> In my meditation. You know, it's so funny. This week, I I was sort of just looking at the day and the disaster of whatever my day was. (laughs) Pick a day. (laughs) The drama, you know. And I real and I and I and as I was going like, why do I feel this way? I kind of I kind of felt really short inside. And I looked up and I had this thought. I'm like, every perspective I have is from that little child. And I'm like, God, every person I relate to is my authority and from that perspective. And then I'm like, well, now you gotta figure out how you're gonna make me happy. And I've got the list, but I'm not gonna show it to you. Go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So that, yeah, exactly. That's what I wanted to say too. And then, and then I became, as I became older, just like you're saying, that I had these un, unreal expectations onto the world without ever saying a word. I just had, exactly like you're saying, I just had these expectations, which I call the pull. So I want to pull on everyone and pull on everyone to get my needs met, which I'll never mention, just like you said. And then, of course, punish everyone for not being able to do it. 
<laughs> I know exactly that's what you my said. your protector is my inner critic, right? And and it's like God when I see people that don't do things like I do it, I'm like God, you could do it so much easier. <laughs> you know, if if you would yeah. do it just like me. Meanwhile, they end up doing it probably better and faster in a different way than I ever thought of doing it and still got right. to the same point. <laughs> and they didn't right, need right, right. and they didn't need my inner critic and they didn't need my opinion and they didn't need mm -hmm. anything. Because they're trying to figure out how to do it on their own and that's the point of life. So that burden of like like you said, you took on that character of, okay, now I owe you, now I've got to become this person for you i can't right. just be myself i've got to serve you now right and so right. we figure out i think that's and that therein lies that codependency thing that comes out we're like they're unstable they don't like us they're gonna they're they're the ones that are feeding us so we got to keep them happy right. you know and and that's a, that's a lot of work and then you that's apply that to all, all the other people in the world that we choose to do that for that aren't asking you know what you know what is so annoying to my little ego is is that when i want to be helpful i want to be of service it's my whole point in my life right now you know i'm like please god let me be good let me be of service whatever me and too exactly that <laughs> right but what I realized is the, the best thing, the, the best thing I can do is just be the observer and be grateful to be in their life and watch yeah. them have their experience because I don't know. And that inner critic that and when I want to say something to somebody, it never comes off well, you know, because it's judgmental and it comes off you. I may be coming from the right place in my mind. But and from them, they're like, what, what, am I doing it wrong? You don't like the way I'm doing it? You can't, that's how I feel inside, right? And so mm -hmm. I can't imagine that if I feel that way inside, that they're not probably going to feel the same way, you know? Right. And I'm right. like, why do I need to say anything? Just, I think, to be of service, really, in the beginning, is to say nothing and do nothing until you're asked by somebody for help right. and that is the most annoying thing for me because I'm like god I, you really need to do it this way you need to right. do it that way right but if right. I do it that way then I've got all this extra time in my head to think about things and I got to deal with my own shit I'm like no I don't want to do that right I, re I remember that I remember when when we were kids the three of us growing up and Julia Every one of us had a different relationship with my father and with my parents, whatever. Julia was so, she, she was the firstborn. So she had this really kind of, in my mind now, a righteousness because she was like, hey, you brought me into the world. You owe me a uh, responsibility here to, to take care of me and look after me. And, and I was always looking at her going, no, 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 that's not right. That's not how you do it. Jeez, no, <laughs> you have to. I was so kind of angry with her, like, no, let me show you how you're supposed to do this. How you're supposed yeah, to do you're this not, is you're supposed not, to... You're not supposed to get hurt. <laughs> yeah, you're not... Well, you don't... No, not get hurt. You're supposed to give yourself away. You're supposed to do everything for them, anything you want. You're supposed to, you know, completely give yourself and everything you have to them so that they'll take care of you. And she was very much like, fuck that. You owe me. 
you brought me into this world. You have a responsibility to me. And I was like, oh, Julia, don't even think that. You have to do it (laughs) this way, which is give yourself away, do everything for them. Don't be a burden in any way. Don't cry. Don't ever get hurt. Don't ever anything. Just, you know, just, you know, you're doing it all wrong. I always thought she was always doing it so wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Funny, hey? That's funny. Man. Anyway, so I just wanted to put that out there on the podcast. Like, I, my whole intention is to free up, is to not blame anyone. There's no one or nothing. There's no victim here or there's no predator here. There's only what is, what I've created for whatever reasons. And I'm wanting to get to that little girl and somehow now give her the love the attention that she needs, convince her that what she thought was just partial truth and that the whole truth is just love and she can let go of all of that holding on and holding back and, re- and, and, and punishing and suffering. She punishes and she suffers. And I want to release all of that so that m- the flow of my life can be exactly what you said in love and service to the world from a real genuine place. Yeah. I think that could, I think that could really help our world right now. You know, yeah. just if we yeah. all just kind of just stop deciding what everybody else needs to be doing, you know, like, God, I see everybody is just so, you know, afraid right now, just focus on your own life and your own happiness and what's in front of you. That's all I can say for me. You know, I can't change. I can't fix the world. I can't change all those big issues. But I certainly can not be one of them, you know. And not That's being it, one yeah. of them is, is huge. recognizing that I am one of them. Right. right. I am one. And I need to yeah, get of course. in control of it. Right. So that right. My, my righteousness thinking that everybody else needs to do it like me is not perpetrated on anybody else because that is pure ego. When I decide how somebody else needs to do something, ego. Somebody else decides how I need to do it, ego. Go fuck yourself and I'll go fuck myself. (laughs) Well, right. Well, that's true because whatever, however much that I'm talking about that little girl, whatever, you know, her sacrifice in quotations that she felt she needed to make in order to survive. Don't think everybody's going to pay for that, (laughs) which is the pull, (laughs) which is the pull on the world, which is uh, unbelievably ridiculous expectations onto the world without saying a word and then punishing the world for not meeting those expectations. So I agree with you completely. This is all about me and within me. And I'm not focusing on anyone else or what they're doing. I'm only going in within myself. And if that helps anyone in any way to um, for anything, that's the only reason that my only intention of doing these podcasts. Yeah, for sure. And hopefully the next one will, will have lived through um, some experiences to find the solution. Because this is right. ever, ever go, an ongoing project, you know. And I certainly don't claim to be an expert or anything. I'm just going through the well, process, no. just like everybody else. 
Right. Just for trying me, to make that's... sense of it, to map it out, you know. So true. Better. So true. But for me, the solution is seeing the problem. Like being able to see that it's ultimately the solution, even though it's not instantaneously the solution, but being able to see it within myself mm -hmm. is, the, um, is the solution. However, then it, then it starts to manifest into a healing yeah. with me work, you know, vigilantly working on it, being very loving and accepting of those parts and letting them have their say and not wronging them in any way. And also right. try not to let them out onto the world. That's right. the only solution in quotation solution. If there is such a thing that I know. Amen. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyway, that's all. I, did you have anything else to say, Damon? A, a thousand things more to say, but I think it would just like convolute everything. I will, I will, I will. I have new things to think about, though. I really do like this kind of sparks some new ideas. I'll share them later. Oh, okay, great, great, yeah. great, great. Well, onward and upward, as my beautiful sister used to say, onward and upward. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thanks for uh, reaching out to record this. Okay. I hope it helps uh, somebody to sort of just know that they're not alone, that we all not alone. Are, are dealing with the same kind of stuff. Yes. And it's okay. And we can just calm down and just be and, patient with the process and look at and, it and observe it and just s separate yourself from it, you know, so you can see it and learn and yeah. enjoy yeah. the process and see the beauty of life instead of yeah. being a victim like you know most of us like to be anyway that's what I, I love hope. that I love that Damon and I love also I love that you said be patient with yourself and be loving with yourself it seems to be the only way that works being hard on yourself about <clears throat> anything you discover doesn't work at all we tried that for a long time time so we're trying to save anybody time from doing that it doesn't work <laughs> it doesn't work be loving and patient with yourself that works a lot faster and better <laughs> Right. Okay. Well, I love everybody out there. Yeah. And I love, I love you love too, you. Damon. Love you too. Have a good, have a good day. You have a great day too. Bye.